For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on. This morning, Raleigh City Council will meet to discuss crime in Glenwood South. Just ahead, what police data is revealing about the area. And it's a pleasant start to your morning. Our temperatures are mainly in the mid-60s. We'll talk about how comfortable our weather will be for the next few days. And today, parents in Wake County will have the chance to get answers from the school system about the change that's moving some students to a completely different school next year concerns about that reassignment plan. Good morning, everyone. It is 4.30. Let's get this Tuesday started. I know when the alarm went off, I was like, oh, uh, but we're getting there. We'll get there together, I'm Renee Chu. Monday part two, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm Jeff Hogan. It's great to have you with us. Talk about change. That'll affect mm. thousands of people in schools, but the change we're feeling in the temperatures. We ooh, like it. It's going to affect mm. everybody. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRO Severe Weather Center. Welcome back, Elizabeth. Thank you. Get feeling very comfortable out there this morning. We hit 80s yesterday. We're looking at 70s for today. 65 degrees is our current temperature. Our wind is coming out of the northeast right now and a northeasterly wind a lot of times will bring us some cloud cover. We saw some of that yesterday. We'll see some of it again today. There'll probably be a few holes in the clouds, but it's not going to be one of those completely clear, you know, deep blue sky kind of fall days. It's 68 in Fayetteville, 64 in Goldsboro and South Hill, 61 in Roxboro. So temperatures are, are very close to normal this morning and a little cooler than normal this afternoon, looking at 60s all the way up until lunchtime. We don't hit 70 until noon and we'll keep it in the mid 70s for highs. Now in terms of rain, we'll be fairly dry today and it looks fairly dry in the next several days. The tropics are still active. Several systems to show you coming up in just a little bit. And happening right now in the WRL Live Center, we're following some breaking news out of Cumberland County this morning. Uh, this just in the Cumberland County Sheriff's Office say they responded to a 911 call for a person that was shot on the 2200 block of La Lady Slipper Drive in Fayetteville. Uh, they responded about 1230 this morning. They say a male was shot and was found dead on the scene. The identity of the victim is not being released right now. Uh, we are digging for more informa information. Brett Neese is on the way to the scene, and he should have another update for us coming up in the next half hour. Michelle, thanks. A man is in the hospital this morning after what appears to be a shooting on Pool Road in Raleigh. This happened just after midnight. The WRL breaking news tracker was there as police cleared the scene. Officers were only there for about an hour. Raleigh police say the man suffered injuries consistent with a bullet wound. He is expected to recover. There's no word on whether anyone was arrested. Western Boulevard is back open this morning after a crash shut it down right near I-440. This happened in the diverging diamond portion of the road around 1130 last night. The WRL breaking news tracker was there. Several police cars and fire trucks blocked off the road. We're working to learn what caused this crash and whether anyone was hurt. 
Reported crimes in downtown Raleigh are up 60% in the past eight months over the same span of time last year. Today, City Council will work to find solutions to protect everyone in the downtown and Glenwood South areas. WRL's Kelsey Coffey joins us live now with a look at what's expected to be addressed. Kelsey, good morning. Renee, good morning. This morning, a committee made up of Raleigh City Council members will meet to talk about the uptick in crime in downtown uh, Raleigh and specifically here in Glenwood South. I want everyone to check out this video of a shooting that happened here just over a week ago where a man was shot and three people were arrested. Raleigh's mayor, Marianne Baldwin, says today's meeting is about educating the public about crime in this area and how police are working to stop it. There are people out there who think we're doing nothing, and there are people out there who think we're doing, we're over-policing. There were 36 drug and firearm violations, 33 firearms seized, and 34 arrests made in Glenwood South last month. And all of those numbers are up from what we saw in July. The city reports that there were more than 430 911 calls made from this area back in August. And Raleigh police will be presenting at today's meeting to talk about what they're doing to address this crime problem right now and what they could do in the future. And that meeting is scheduled for this morning at 1130 a.m. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Raleigh. More officers will be on campus today at Hope County High School after several fights left two teachers hurt. This is a look at video of one of those fights at Hope County High School yesterday. School leaders say three fights broke out there involving nine students. One fight got so bad a teacher trying to break it up was injured and had to go to the hospital. Rodney Shotwell is interim superintendent for Hope County Schools and gives staff credit for stepping in so quickly. They kept it from becoming a bigger issue by getting in, intervening, pulling them apart and, and squelching it. They kept a lot of other kids safe and a lot of other kids from getting themselves in trouble. And the school system says the nine students involved in the fights will not return to campus until they go through disciplinary process. Now to the state's largest school system, Wake County Schools. Today, parents will get some answers about the move that will send some students to new schools next school year. Laura Levine joins us live now. Laura, what are some of the concerns that these parents have about the reassignment plan? Yeah, Renee, there is a list right now. We're standing in front of the Alston Ridge Elementary School here and parents who have students that go here or live in the Kitts Creek or Providence Place neighborhoods in Mooresville, they tell me that they were blindsided by this latest proposal. This school is just one of 21 schools affected by these proposed changes. The Wake County Public School System's proposed student assignment plan was first introduced last week by the school board. Board members said it would relieve overcrowding at some schools by moving some students to other nearby schools. They said it would also reassign some neighborhoods to schools closer to them geographically, easing the commute for families and reducing the distance school buses have to travel. However, the plan would require some students who are in traditional calendar schools to move to year-round schools and vice versa. Jennifer Terrain says she'll have two kids on both of those opposite schedules for the next several years. And this wouldn't be the first time her family has experienced a shakeup like this in Wake County schools. I mean, we've lived here in this community for 13 years at this point in the same house. And so to have, you know, four different schools 
within a five-year period without even moving your home. Um, it's just challenging from a family unit perspective. So tonight, school board leaders will be answering some of those questions that parents may have at this time as they work to revise the first draft of the proposal. That meeting is going to be virtual, and it begins at 6 p.m. Laura Levine, WREO News, live in Wake County. President Joe Biden plans to be in Michigan today to visit with auto workers on the picket line. In a social media post, Biden says he will stand in solidarity with the men and women of UAW as they fight for a fair share of the value they helped create. UAW President Sean Fain invited the president to join the picket line. Auto workers at three key plants have been on strike since September 15th. Last Friday, the UAW escalated the strike to include nearly 40 parts distribution centers in 20 states. Leaders of the Hollywood Writers Union will vote today on the deal that could potentially end their strike. The governing boards of the two branches of the Writers Guild of America are expected to vote today on the tentative agreement reached by union negotiators with Hollywood Studios. They are expected to approve this deal. The writers themselves will then need to vote on it as well. The timing of the vote remains uncertain. The Writers Guild and the studios have not yet shared details about what's included in this agreement. Yes, you've got to go to work today. No one won the Powerball jackpot last night. It is now an estimated $835 million. Here's a look at the winning numbers. 10, 12, 22, 36, 50. The Powerball was four and the power play was two. The next drawing is tomorrow night right here on WREL. This will be the fourth largest jackpot in Powerball history. If you win, you can choose the cash value of $390 million. A shooting shuts down a busy interstate in North Carolina. Up next, what we're learning about the incident that caused traffic delays all the way to our border with South Carolina. Plus new developments on Capitol Hill as lawmakers prepare to have their first impeachment inquiry hearing for President Joe Biden. And this is a live look at Clinton this morning. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner is in the WRL Severe Weather Center with a look at how our Tuesday is shaping up. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. It's 442. It's nice and quiet out there for us this morning. We take a live look at Apex, uh, checking out Salem Street. Um, pretty quiet out there, very pleasant. It's so great. This, it's fun to check out this camera. Even this early in the morning, there's usually people out running and, you know, getting in some exercise. Temperatures feel great for that. 59 in Lewisburg, 65 in Southern Pines, 68 in Fayetteville, 66 in Irwin, 65 in Rocky Mountain. So feeling good out there. We're seeing the partly cloudy skies for us this morning. We're going to see that on and off today. There are probably going to be some overcast periods, but our temperatures are going to be nice and cool, about 10 degrees cooler than yesterday. We're going to hold it in the 60s all the way up until lunchtime. We will hit 70. And if you're getting outside to exercise this afternoon, temperatures are in the mid-70s. We'll talk about how long this lasts. Coming up. Police in Charlotte are investigating after a shooting shut down parts of I-77. This was the scene yesterday afternoon as traffic was backed up all the way to the South Carolina state line. The Charlotte-Mecklenburg Police Department says one person was taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. Investigators have not said what led to that shooting. All lanes have since reopened. Tempers flare during a special meeting at the Johnson County Board of Education. Some board members were heard yelling and shouting at each other. The board attorney and investigators released findings. This comes after an employee sent a grievance to the board about new school board member Michelle Antoine. 
They concluded Antoine was not truthful to investigators and broke other board rules, including releasing confidential information. Yesterday's discussion turned heated. What about the doing? grievance, Lynn? We thank you for what you've done and what no, you, you continue don't. to no, do. No, you don't. You hold kangaroo court. Now, I okay. will entertain a motion you to do. adjourn. I asked for you to stop the circus when Make I got on this board adjourn. in December. Boo, second. I have a I motion and a second. You, Any do, discussion? you stop going after people politically and question. focus on students, and you refuse to do it. You just keep on I, doing it. On September 12th, Antoine filed a lawsuit against the school board and the board's chair. She sent WRL a lengthy statement that reads, in part, students and staff of our schools took a backseat so the political ambitions of the chair and vice chair could be carried out. We've published her entire statement on WRL.com. The House Oversight Committee will have its first hearing Thursday regarding its impeachment inquiry against President Biden. This comes after House Speaker Kevin McCarthy opened the inquiry earlier this month. The hearing is expected to focus on the evidence House Republicans have uncovered regarding President Biden's knowledge of and role in his family's business practices. Two people are hurt after a U.S. Postal Service truck hit them. This was the scene in Cary yesterday afternoon. Police tell us the USPS truck hit two pedestrians around 1.30. Both had very minor injuries, but they did go to the hospital just in case. The USPS driver was cited for driving with a revoked license and failing to yield to pedestrians. Pfizer has restarted manufacturing lines at its Rocky Mount facility. An EF3 tornado hit that area in July, damaging the plant, including about 40,000 pallets of packaging, supplies, and medicine. Pfizer says it restarted production of 13 medicines now, but a couple dozen others are still stalled. The company says it considered patient needs and inventory levels to decide which medicines got the green light. The plant won't fully reopen until the end of this year. Pfizer says the damage will affect the medicine supply at the plant until at least the middle of next year. Today, veterans will learn more about employment opportunities in North Carolina. The North Carolina Defense Summit gets started today at the Hilton Raleigh in North Hills. More than 300 people will be there to network as part of the transitioning military hiring event. It's designed to bridge the gap between veterans and employers. The summit continues through tomorrow. A ribbon cutting for a new fire station in Morrisville is happening today. Fire station number three is located on Harris Mill Road. Town leaders say it will help cut down on response times to areas north and east of town. The ribbon cutting will happen this afternoon at 3.30. Tonight, the Durham Bulls start their push for a third straight International League Championship. The Bulls play the Norfolk Tides tonight in game one of this best of three championship series. Durham finished the regular season Sunday with an 88 win season. First pitch of tonight's game in Norfolk, 635. Boys of summer have moved into fall, and so have we. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRS Severe Weather Center right now with what's ahead. Yeah, it feels really comfortable outside. Our temperatures are in the 60s. We're going to keep it in the 60s for most of the morning. So if you're sending the kids out to the bus stop this morning, you know, maybe maybe a light jacket. Uh, temperatures will only be in the mid-70s for this afternoon. So uh, we're kind of kind of starting to change up the wardrobe just a little bit. We're looking at a little bit of cloud cover out there, too, this morning. 65 is our official temperature at RDU. Our dew point sitting at 
at 63, which is comfortable. And again, we'll hold it in the 60s all the way up until lunchtime. Around town this afternoon, looking at 75 in Raleigh, 73 Durham, 80 in Fayetteville. Today's going to feel a lot like yesterday, where we have some cloud cover. There are going to be some peaks of sunshine on and off. It was a pretty comfortable day yesterday, but today will be about 10 degrees cooler than yesterday. We check out our muggy meter, and it's feeling pretty good. Looking at steamy today at 66. Uh, you know, I, honestly, because temperatures will be in the 60s, probably, you know, steamy maybe not the way it exactly feels, but it's up there. Um, and then we're just tolerable Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in the low 60s. Um, so that's that's really not bad for this time of year at all. We take a look at our humidity, which is shown there in green. This is not rain, but this is just where uh, we're likely to have more uh, moisture in the atmosphere. And there's a little bit over us today. You can see the light green colors there kind of hanging around through the afternoon. But we get a big push of air coming down from the north uh, as we get into tomorrow. And so that's going to drop our humidity and it should stay fairly low. Like I said, you know, in the low 60s, we have a low pressure system sitting along the coast. That's going to help to reinforce that flow coming out of the north. It's going to keep our temperatures cool. But a lot of times this time of year in particular, when we have a northerly flow or a northeasterly flow, it tends to bring us some cloud cover. And so we may see that for the next couple of days. We're seeing that on Futurecast. Notice just a little bit of a break here and there. So we'll see some sunshine peeking through here and there. It won't be a solid overcast all day, but Futurecast does a pretty good job of showing uh, how much cloud cover it will see. So not one of those deep blue sky kind of a days for us today, but it also looks like it'll stay dry. Looking ahead to the weekend, it is the Bluegrass Festival outdoors, you know, the uh, street festival. And then, of course, over at Red Hat, um, it looks great. Uh, high temperature Friday, 75, 75 on Saturday. Same story where we'll see some cloud cover, but we're not likely to see any rain. Our temperatures will likely stay a bit above normal for uh, the following week, uh, the October 1st through 5th. Um, Monday, we climb up to almost 80, but it's a nice, quiet-looking forecast. Some activity in the tropics, which I'll show you coming up. Elizabeth, thanks. Some of you may not have gotten out of bed yet, and that's totally understandable. You may want to check what you're sleeping on. Up next, why Costco is recalling nearly 50,000 mattresses. If your auto insurance went up, you're not alone. The cost of auto insurance jumped more than 19% in the last year. That's according to the Labor Department. It's the biggest annual jump in 47 years. Five on your side's Kelly Arthur shares three things driving the spike. best car insurance rates? Well, experts like Margot Gilman from Consumer Reports will tell you to regularly shop around. We at CR believe you should price shop for car insurance, ideally once a year. But that can be easier said than done. After all, it takes a lot of time to enter the same information over and over again. Enter car insurance quote comparison sites marketed as huge time and money savers, giving users quotes from multiple companies at one time. They do that, but there can be a little bit of a trade-off. Some of these sites, why yes, they'll save you time, will also take and share your personal information, so you need to be careful. First, check to see if the quote comparison site is licensed to even sell insurance in your state and offer you real quotes. To find out, contact your state's insurance commissioner office. And to make sure your information doesn't get sold to a marketing company or data broker, be sure to check the company's terms of service and privacy policy. Reading all the legalese on these pages can make your head spin. So we suggest doing a word search on the page. Look for terms like sell, 
and share. Also, be prepared for lots of emails, calls, and texts from insurance companies that provided quotes. You can usually opt out, but often the companies don't make it really easy to do that. Finally, since not all major insurance carriers will show up on quote comparison sites, it's a good idea to get some direct quotes from them as well. It's also a good idea to reevaluate your car insurance policy if you're driving less than you used to, paid off your car, or if your children no longer live at home or drive your car. Costco is recalling more than 48,000 mattresses because of mold concerns. At least 500 customers reported mold problems with their Novaform Comfort Grand 14-inch and Dreamway 8-inch mattresses. All were purchased this year. While many of the reports were for mattresses sold in West Coast stores, they were also sold online. The mold may have occurred because of exposure to water when the mattresses were being made. Customers should contact the manufacturer, FX, for a full refund. For the first time in more than three years, student loan payments are due in October. For the next 12 months, borrowers will be able to skip payments without facing consequences. The Biden administration is providing what's called an on-ramp period until September 30th, 2024. During that time, a borrower will not be reported as being in default to the national credit rating agencies, which can damage a person's credit score. Interest, though, will still accrue. For more information, check out the U.S. Department of Education's website. Tonight, the 82nd Airborne Division Chorus has one more chance to impress the nation on America's Got Talent. They'll be performing live as part of the show's finale, and they are one of the 11 acts that made it to the finals. Talented performers say they have been honored to get America's votes. We, the 82nd goes about it. We always have America in our hearts and the mission is always for America. So to have the support of America to put us to the finale is amazing. Uh, you can see them perform on America's Got Talent tonight at 8 on WRAL. Tomorrow night, they will learn if they win at all. Next at 5, we have breaking news in Raleigh. A man is in the hospital this morning after an apparent shooting. What we've learned about the victim's injuries. Director of Nash County Social Services is out of her role. We break down the decision behind this major change. And we'll show you the moment a South Carolina deputy narrowly avoided being hit by a car. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.